I have no idea what's happening. I guess wrong pretty much almost every episode of what's coming. To add to that, I, I have at least three times in this, when we're going to talk about home, I'm going to go, Theo, what's happening? <laughs> Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theo. Yeah, we're just going right into it. We usually talk before it. We're not doing that. I want to tell you why we're going right into it. The date is the the 7th. It's Saturday. Okay. We are preempting again because as you can see, if you're watching the video of this, we don't know where 644 is. I don't know what that is. It could be a set. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But also, I'm things are going to be crazy because I'm going. I'm going to to film your film. Like we're going to be all over, right? But there's so much going on that I just wanted to hit record because we usually talk for a little before it. And the reason I wanted to is this is not a political show. Everybody knows no. who 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 no. Coates and I are. Um, they just called the the election uh, here in. Uh, the United States of America, um, and kindness won. Well said, Theo. And kindness won. Kindness won, and karma came and did a big kick to the ass. And if people want to understand what that means and why this is an important moment, is that I have two young children. Kim has two beautiful daughters. And in the world that I grow up in, leaders are what we look to as examples. Um, And I want to grow up in a world where my kids look at the leaders of where they live and feel good about that. Um, I didn't feel so good the last four years. This isn't a policy talk. This isn't a political talk. I don't like mean people. That's a fact. That's all I want to say. Kindness won. Right kindness now. did kindness did win. And I loved how you said, Theo, that you and I, you we we know who we are. We know who we love. We know that there's always going to be certain disagreements in every country, every state, every city, every town. But I've never seen anything like these last four years. I don't think a lot of people have. No. And what I'm so proud of is is people like you and my friends. And over 5 million Americans, uh, it's the most votes a president-elect has ever, ever got. 70, 74 million, I believe. Yeah, million. Just so, so 5 million more uh, than, 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 uh, than the other guy. I, popular, yeah. yeah, popular vote. I'm just so incredibly proud that we can uh, start again and we can come together and people can try and get along and stop all this hate stuff. You and I... We're doing Reaper reviews, man. I'm Agent 644. We're going to get to I'm this. I'm so proud of you and what you've done with our team to, as you and the millions of people out there are knowing, this is a fun show. Yeah. This is a, we don't talk politics, but we, we know who we are. Yeah. And, our fa- and, our, and our family and family, uh, fam crowd, they all know who we are. And so it, let's just... Let's all bring us together and let's continue to every Wednesday, Wacky Wednesday, talk about Sons of Anarchy, unlike anyone ever could. Yeah. And I'm just, again, so proud to be your 
your deputy uh, to your sheriff. <laughs> and because it was kind of the other way around on sons. Um, we're brothers forever. And this is a very, very good day for all of America and the world. And it is. And, and, and just, I just want to, I just want to say something else that I think a lot of people don't realize the last four years, our bandwidth has been taken up by this unpredictability all the time of what was going on. And it made people, for lack of a better word, deranged. They were—they were literally—they—they they were unsure at all times. And life is unpredictable enough, and it's scary enough. And there's so many things that we don't agree on, and we don't know what's happening. But we're not supposed to be talking about this stuff all the time. We're supposed to be talking about our lives and doing well and reaching our dreams and, and wanting to be better and, and helping people. And we had been taken, our brains had been taken by everything that was going on the last four years. And, um, and it was happening in entertainment. It was happening on, on social media. It was happening in our personal lives and it was all people talked about. And if anything, I don't care what side you're on. If anything, take a breath and just realize it's never been like that. And it, and it shouldn't be. We, the people politicians are for us. It's not about them. Yeah. Yeah. So here, 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 here. So raise your glass and be happy. I hope you couldn't be happy. Couldn't happy. Couldn't be more happy for you. For, for America, for, for moving on, for coming together, for as you continue to uh, Pied Piper, the kindness, sure. kindness won out, smarts won out. Decency. Decency won out. And I'm telling you what, bro, my phone today from all over the world mm-hmm. is off the hook. I'm talking about all my pals and my buddies in Britain, in Germany, Australia, Aus- Australia yeah. Canada. Forget about it. I mean, it's just uh, the world. Everyone's just so happy. What does that really- tell you? I mean, I, and listen, you have to understand a lot of my family is heavily conservative. A lot of my friends are heavily conservative. Right. It's, and, we, and we love each other. We get along. And they are, you know, they, but they've been taken by this thing that I don't, they, there was so much excused behavior. Oh, well, you know, that's the way just people talk. And oh, well, no, go back and look at concession speeches of George Bush Sr. Go look at at what McCain said. Go look at other people. I'm a history freak. I am not a political freak. But look at people throughout history. Look at the way our leaders have led. Look at the, the decency behind some of them. And yes, everybody can sit here and say, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this policy? And what about, you're right. You want to get in the weeds on things, you can get in the weeds on anybody and anything, anywhere, anytime. All I'm saying is that I promote kindness and fun and happiness. That's what Reaper Reviews is. That's what you and I have always tried to do. And this, just pay attention. Read the room. Just read Read, the room. Read the room. And in this room, I'm Agent 644. Nice shirt. (laughs) Nice shirt, by the way. Wait, wait, wait. Because this is a huge day for us. Huge. I like the way you say huge. You go, I don't use huge. the H. There's no H in Staten Island. We, Same with human. Have, Same with human. 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 Huge. I mean, I can't wait to play your fucking uncle someday. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm going to go to Staten Island and live with How Moses do you say it? How months. do you say it? Huge. 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 I'll go huge. Huge. It's a huge thing. Huge. U-G-E. How about an H? 
huge. But that's okay. How about I say with the H first? Like I go hooch. <laughs> go back to huge. How about human? What if I just yeah, say no, go, go back to human? It works for you. God, so this listen, tastes good. this is a big day for a multitude of reasons. But one of the reasons is this is the day that as they hear this, our merch has gone live. And Are you and kidding? Are you joking it's, it's right live. now? And you're I mean, wearing it. I'm, I've got it on. And I'll tell you what. I, I may never. In fact, I'm going to walk out the door when this is done with nothing else on. <laughs> Just this. Because I feel so fucking comfortable in this t-shirt. It's the nicest material. As you can see, I, mean, I look really good in it. Really you look good. sensational. I mean, and sensational. we're not even seeing the best part. No. Can you turn around? Look at that. Can you stand up just a little bit, Juice? I could try, yeah. How's just that? try. Hold on. Yeah, turn around. Look at how in shape you are, you <laughs> son of a gun. There you are. Is Who cares? Look yeah. at this. I'm flexed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a beautiful thing. I'm in this makeshift <laughs> room. <laughs> okay. So, so here's what's going on. I want everybody to understand this. Everybody, you know, we change the, the logo, you know, the, the plague mask and, and, and the whole thing where this all, everything that's happening is Very so natural. The, yeah. age, the agent 644 right now, when you came onto this Zoom, it's under Kim Coates because you're, wearing, I'm on, you're using your phone. I got my phone because I'm traveling. I'm filming. I'm an actor like you are. Yes. So when I, when I get back to the West Coast, which is really soon, I'm almost back my to movie Agent here. 644. Agent 644 forever on my little you're iPad. Like, you're like Batman. It. You're like oh, yeah. Bruce Wayne and Batman. So you are currently, even though it's Kim Coates on the Zoom, you are Agent 644. You're wearing the costume. Halloween's over, but I still got the costume on. How comfortable it. is that shirt? It's unbelievable. Okay, so before we get into it, let how me just you, say, how, and I must say that you and Pearlman and Charlie and back in the day, Booney, yeah, we all had style. Everybody yeah. had their own style. DL, Ryan Hurst, like their own st- Pearlman. No That's one it. could touch that style. No. I mean that that was his. You have always known about the T-shirt and the hoodie. Right. Like you, 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 we just, we all went to you. Charlie knew all about the shoes. Everyone, yeah. right? I knew all about the jeans. I, I was some sneakers guy. back there that I didn't Tommy, clean up. Tom, yeah. Tommy had the scarves. And that 46 scarves. Yeah. yeah. And just man, great. no one could rock it like him. No. But you and your t-shirts, bro. Look at these. I'm all Amazing. about it. So this is my buddy, Caesar, who actually designed the plague mask, who designed everything for theory. He designed our water company ounce. He's one of the greatest Caesar Arvello, big shout out. Love him. One of the greatest, amazing artists, not just in him as a person, but everything he touches. So we partnered up with standard print company, standard print shop, which uh, the link will be here. You can go to that. And these are limited. Meaning that I don't know how many they're doing. This is a first test. So as you hear this, it's live. They have every size up to, you know, 3X up to Chris Reed size. And they have it all. Okay. (laughs) Have it all. I'll never forget him on that motorcycle ever. (laughs) Where was the bike? There wasn't. Halfway. It was like the Flintstones. He was using his feet. The Flintstones. (laughs) So these shirts, what were created, this is the first run. If we do well, they are going to change all the time. Different colors, Good. different Good. logos, different Lovely. everything. 
So the three that are available are Agent 644, which is being modeled right now by Kim Frederick Coates. You can see that. It's a very comfortable, beautiful black t-shirt with Agent 644 and Reaper Reviews. So great. This one says, hashtag the double R, Reaper Reviews, Sam Lee. And then on the back, which we just saw as I threw my shoulder out. That rocker, that no, that rocker is off the charts. Off the chain, off the roof. Sutter would have loved, no, Sutter would have loved that rocker. That's off the chart. He would love it. He would never say it, but he would love it. No, he'd never tell us, but. (laughs) So, and then, and then we have the traditional, because it is the first run, the theory with Kim Coates. Boom. Okay. So you're going to get them. And if they run out, Oh, hopefully we do well. And sometimes down the road, they come back. Hopefully um, it's all up to standard print. You'll see the link. Uh, we have a couple of other people that are going to put it out and that's the deal in the merch and we're wearing it and we're happy. <laughs> um, I, I, have a, I have a question for you, Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. So my Twitter feed obviously has been off the hook. Yeah. People on the street off the hook. How do I get it? Will you send it to England? We send it to Germany. Everywhere. Like- it's available everywhere. So all these beautiful family people need to do our Sam family, fam, Sam, fam. Sam fam. All they need to do is go on standard. You're going to send yep. it out. I'm going to yep. send it out. Yep. Go there, order. Yep. I'm going to tell you what it's called right now. I have it right here. Pay, pay your cabbage. Standard, your- standard print shop.com. Okay. It's right there. Okay. Here we go. And Caesar will be ready in a limited uh, release of these t-shirts. So get on it. Everyone get on it. It's going to be amazing. And, and they'll just, wherever they live in the world, they'll pay the shipping or whatever it is. And it goes. And, and then once they're out, he'll mark them as they're gone. And then, uh, and then hopefully everybody gets what they want. And if they don't, and it does well. We might circle back to that. We're going to circle back. And my, my hope, because, you know, this was all our, our brainchild here was that I have so many other ones I want to do, you know, in my mind, you know, Sam Pham and, and Pham Crows and, and, you hey, know. Hey, can, can, I, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. May I? Yeah, please. Peeps, Theo's up to something because <laughs> I'm, I'm older, I'm wiser. He might be slightly smarter. That's debatable. But debatable. Certain he's, up, he's up to something. And when he calls me in the middle of the night, he goes, hey, send me a few photos of this. Hey. What do you think about this? He's up to something. I can't yeah. keep up. I don't know what it is, yeah. but him and Caesar, they're up to something. That's so right. I guess we'll have to find out. Caesar and I are always plotting and planning. And we got something going on and we get down to it. And it's funny. These things just come <laughs> up and, and, uh, the rocker and the, uh-huh. and the, the plague mask was like literally happened within five minutes. And it had so much meaning to us. And uh, we love that the Samly, the Sam fam, the, the fam crow, all these things that are coming up. They love it. There's a Breck, Breck fam club that they have that they watch these oh, when all, they drop crazy. at five in the no, morning. It's cra- yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy. So we love it. And you know what? It's growing every single month. Uh, this is a world where everybody's fighting for attention. And, um, you know, we're like we said, if one person or one million listen to this, we're going to do it because this has also done something really cool that a lot of people don't understand. And we're going to get to this with this episode home. I'm yeah, watching man. these. I have no yeah, idea man. what's ta- I have no idea what's happening. I guess wrong pretty much almost every episode of what's coming. Um and I to add to that, I, I have at least three times in this when we're gonna talk about home, I'm gonna go, Theo, what's happening? <laughs> right. Did I miss and, this? 
and what's and, going on. And we were in the show. And the fact that you and I get to do this and and get to have this as part of our existence and our lives in this in this really, like we always say, unprecedented times has been amazing. And I'm glad that the little community we're building of kindness and fun and happiness, and we're just doing our thing. And um, and if you're not, you know, like the shirt says in the back, who cares? And who cares? <laughs> and you're missing out. You're missing out. This is an incredible, fun time for you and me, Theo. And I'm, so I'm grateful. Yeah. Someone told me. So look, this is someone told me on the comments. They said I was sitting too close. So I'm, I'm going to do it from over here today. No, now you're too far away. I want to oh, see your note. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make that person happy for a minute. They said, no, I was, there you go. That's fine. I guess because I was here. Yeah. Well, I'm not right there. So I'm going to back up a little. Someone yeah. said, someone said on a comment. They would love a man with Kim's eyes and Theo's personality. <laughs> well, you have it every Wednesday. You have it every Wednesday. You can just take that out of there. Yeah. But, you know, I can't touch. You I love how day. they didn't talk about one of my physical features. <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. Okay. So um, I, uh, this is a preempted episode. I watched uh, season three. Episode four, home. Quatre in Canada. Okay. Quatre. Now you and four. I had, we had done a few from season three. So we had done the one right before this, I think. Correct. Okay. Correct. The Stephen Bach- King episode. Yep. Bachman yeah. had already Bachman. made the appearance. We had done the finale of this season, which again is my favorite episode. Nothing has changed that yet. Oof. Um, and we, we've done some others, but at this point, this is a really important episode because again, where you and I had been kind of, uh, in the blind on season three was, I thought we got to Ireland a lot faster in the season. So did we, I. we are now in episode five and we're still not there. Episode four. Episode four. I'm sorry. We're in episode four and we're still not there. We're doing no. episode five next week. Okay. So let's get it going right away. Um, Go tell me what here we got. Okay, so the, the uh, here we go. Um, and just to answer your your statement, I want everyone to know out there that we actually don't go to Ireland till episode seven. I thought it was four, maybe five. It's seven. We've done we six, a- and so we actually it. never go to Ireland, <laughs> and actually we never do. So we'll talk about. I I can't wait to tell the peeps about that <laughs> when we get to seven because Sutter and I had the greatest conversation. And I'm going to leave that for episode seven. Okay, All hold right. on. And just before you say that, we went in seven. When did we come back? You think I know that? Oh, you know, I don't. I don't. What, really what are you joking? <laughs> what are you kidding me? I'm agent six four four. I know nothing. Nothing. I'm just here for comic relief. Okay. My no, guess. I, I, can I, we? You want to take a guess? I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I think we were there for four four episodes. Seven, seven. eight, nine, and ten. Oh, that that would work. I, I, I'm gonna. What, I would say nine or ten. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Samley's going to be all over that and tell us exactly next week. Sure. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So now here we go. Home. Home. It's like E.T. Home. Mm. What a great title. And we know why Sutter did that when we get to the end of this yep. um, episode. All right. Recap. You know what, Theo? The recaps for me are so needed. They're, they're so needed. But sometimes they're just so fucking confusing because so much has already happened yeah and for guys like you and me who starred in the show yeah 
I can't, I, you said this like weeks ago. I, I mean, I can't wait for the recap. Well, recap yeah. sometimes helps and sometimes just gets me want to run outside and, and grab the first Budweiser I can find because I don't know what the fuck it all means. In, in, so, can- in Canada, they keep them in the snow. That's why he's they, running outside. We do. It's exactly. So, you know, I don't know. I, the recap, thank goodness we have it, but kind of confusing if you okay. don't, you know. All right. So here we go. Can I start? Yeah, please. Extremely long scene with the with the father uh, and, and Jimmy uh, setting the eyes. Right, you're missing the beginning. Did don't I, jump! Don't jump that beautiful shot. Which was don't it? Jump that oh, beautiful Charlie? shot of Jacks at the table. It's coming it. in. It's coming Talk in on him, smoking, and he's got the Johnny Black bottle, and he's <sighs> just sitting there. You know, I got to tell you. When sometimes I love those scenes because I'm going to ask a question to you, and this might not be true, but I, I, in my mind, it is. Do we start every show with a song and end with a song? Almost. I think so. I'd like to say yes. Right. Maybe, I, I'd like. I'd like to say seems yes. Seems like it, right? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, they'll tell us. But yes, I think so. Okay. So I just love that we're starting. I know there's a song playing and we're going in on him and he's contemplating, right? He's contemplating. He's got a lot on his head, uh, his head and he's got to figure this all out. And we just, the newspaper clippings and all that kind of stuff we're going to get to. And he's got it all there of, you know, uh, Cameron's now dead and he's just, yeah. he just has no idea where his son is. Okay. Go you know what? what I'm saying. so glad you're bringing that up because I thought that was part of the, the, the prelims. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was part of the, you know, like the, and last week on Sons of Vanity. No, that's real no, no. life. That's, real life. Yeah. I was obviously pouring a drink at that moment. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You saw the Johnny Black bottle and yeah. thought about pouring. Oh, no, wait. He, he has a newspaper there with Cammy cool Hayes dead. Yeah. And, that's right. and it's just him figuring it out. Right. Um, yeah. And then we go to, go ahead, Jimmy and uh, James Cosmo. But no, I'm glad you brought that up because I really do believe that <laughs> in this uh, madness of SOA, the madness and the beauty and the pain and the laughter, Sutter and his team had an incredible way of setting the table and then taking it off the table at the end. And it's usually with the song. It's usually with, we're all getting out of bed, we're all in bed, or we're all getting ready for the day, or we're all going to bed. Like it's just, it's just a calming and then yeah. boom, here we go. All right. So. Yeah, the father and Jimmy setting that Irish table. Jimmy wants to, you know, quit the whole Abel thing. And, and, and the father's going, oh, no, no, that's not. So so we're in Ireland. We go to Ireland. So Titus went to Ireland. I mean, the character went to Ireland and is sitting with the father and the whole army and the whole mm-hmm. IRA. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen with this child? And you can see within that Irish, uh, there's already factions against one another in Ireland. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, and it seems like James Cosmo, I mean, he, he's running the whole fucking thing. He's the father. He knows everything about the IRA and their mission and what they're going to do and all. It's just, and, and the money that they need to raise, but the stealing of this baby, I just thought it was a great scene with the two of them um, setting the table for the whole episode. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love James Cosmo. Um, uh, he's a beast. He's the, Scottish he, version of Piney. He he is. No, he 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 is. He's he's, he's the beast. Irish version, but yeah, he, he's version. just a, he, he's a beast. He's an absolute th- those kinds of actors, Theo, that came from the stage, went went to the National Theater School in Britain, and then just became little TV. Oh, there's that face, and they just there's there's nothing going on except everything. 
It's simple. <laughs> That's so great. There's you, nothing you know what I mean? going There's nothing on, with on everything. But everything with James Cosmo. And I remember when he would come to set, and we've Ooh. talked about this, and we'll talk about it for the next two years. That guy is like... Uh, the gravitas. The, the gravitas. Great word. We couldn't wait to get those kind of guys on the show. We had a lot of them. And again, he's one of those guys, you know, that voice, you know, it's that Jeremy Irons, that Perlman's got that voice. It's that voice. It's just heavy. And it's, and it, and it takes you in and it lulls you into a scene. And again, here we are in Belfast and we're talking about the IRA and it's being represented by a priest in a church. So that that's, and again, we're seeing the discontent between the yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Clay handing Jack's the phone from Jimmy O. Um, Jax is on that phone call. I wanted to bring something up because I know a lot of you, you were there. Uh, you were there that you were there that day. I was, was there. I was there. Go ahead. You and I, what I've, what I've been reading a lot about, and I really like this is that there's a lot of actors that listen to this show and they kind of try to get little things here. I want, I want to discuss something that's really interesting that occurred in this scene. You read things on a page. Jax is reading that phone call of, Cammy, hey, uh, um, Jimmy O, and Jimmy, he's Jimmy basically o, yeah. telling him, you know, that his son's not there, and then he's going to give him to uh, whatever his name is, uh, uh, Ari Ravine. Uh, I've, I know the the real guy's name. I don't know uh, the character's name. The guy from Sam Bell, and Charlie is on that phone call. So he's. I, was, playing- I, just, I, just, I just said, who is that guy? I mean, he's a great actor, but I. He's, yeah, I, I think I, his name's Ari his name. Vervine. Is his yeah. real name? Yeah, I think you're um, right. Keep going. But you you don't have the real actor reading the other side of the phone call. You usually have a script uh, script supervisor or somebody. Yeah, let's let's, let's tell the peeps what what goes Go on it. there. Tell them. So what 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 happens there in a situation of a phone call is usually our script supervisor, and our script supervisor on set, everybody is someone male or female. Usually women. They're they're just so good at it. I don't know. Yeah. They they know when you took a drag in your cigarette. They they, they continuity continuity script supervisor continuity. And nine times out of 10, when it's another phone call, unless you're lucky enough to have that other actor on set who will happily be behind the camera reading the lines to you, they will read the lines. So here's Charlie. If you can imagine this, Jax, who's about to flip the fuck out. All you boys are behind him. Clay hands him the phone. Camera, David, or you know whoever's got the camera right there. Behind them is a script supervisor with the, with, with the sides in front of her reading the off camera lines so that charlie can hear them and then react so is that is that what you want yeah to yeah and and the one thing i wanted to state is that sometimes even when the other actor's there you need them to hide because a natural Happy. reaction of a human is you're going to look at them you're going to as a person if you hear someone speaking and you're acting you look at them sometimes so you need them to go away or hide behind the camera or do whatever but 99 percent of the time it's the script supervisor speaking and what I wanted to talk about in that is that decision to be angry or how you're going to play something when it's written, right? Now, this is the one thing that's really interesting. You and I have talked about this. One of the things you told me that when I was young, and I always remember it because I've learned so much from you as an actor, is that just because something is written doesn't mean you have to play it that way. Meaning that when we read anger, a lot of people's reaction as a as a person, as a human, is to react angrily, yell, scream. But in real life, that's just not the case. We don't do that all the time. Sometimes we laugh. Sometimes we get quiet. Sometimes we just stare at the person. Some it's the way you react. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. And I think that the most interesting things are how you're going to take anger and when you're going to ramp it up and when you're not, and when you're going to bring it up and when you're not. And, and you, you have to keep people guessing on the screen. So uh, phone calls and in general, as an actor, this is one of those moments because Charlie has a lot of them in this, this episode where he gets very angry. You know, there's a scene later down the road with Tara and on this because he's processing and dealing with so much of his son being gone. So I just think that, again, I wanted to let people know about the phone call stuff. And I wanted to let them know that if you're a young actor and you're listening to this or you're any actor, don't do what they tell you. I love that Michael Caine always says he takes out all the punctuation in script. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Christopher Walken is famous for not only does he take it all out he changes the way you would say a sentence. Like he just doesn't plan. He just completely does it his own way. I call, I I call it, and you and I've talked about this. I call it opposites. Like I love playing opposites. I, I, I don't plan anything when I act, but I do think about it. Where have I come from? Where am I going? Where are we in the scene? Certainly I, 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 I think about all that, but I, I have to say that opposites to me are, are fascinating when they say cry, Nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna cry. That's right. When they say yell, eight times out of ten, I'm not. I, I don't know. I just. But I but might. Sh- but I might cry. But when, I might. When they didn't even. When they didn't even say it. It's something where people go, "Why is he crying in the scene?" But at that moment, it worked for me, or I Good. needed to do it. Good for you. I just found it. Ari Vernine is Liam. He's playing yeah, Liam. Liam. The, the, yeah. Liam. 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 Yeah. On, on. He's the sergeant at arms for the for the Irish. All right. So. So so there's that phone call, and then uh, Jackson's we, pissed. Jackson's yeah. pissed. You, oh, my phone just dropped there. Agent six four four is back. See, see? I, I hit my, I hit my this. Just like I've got. Can just I get, get a microphone? Together. Can I just get a? Can, can I get the whole for weeks? I know it's Christmas is a common and coach is going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, go ahead. No, so so Charlie's pissed. How, how was he that day? I mean, and then I want to, I want to ask you. I mean, he. Did he hurt his hand punching that van? Yeah, so I, I I remember that, and um, I think he did. And uh, this was a mistake that was made multiple times. Uh, Charlie is as guilty as all of us. We've all done it, right? Um, oh, for sure, for sure. I remember at one point he broke his foot or something, you know, uh, on one. Oh, scene. he broke he broke a toe. Yeah, gone broke his toe. Um, Fucking killed it. Yeah, so I think that um, it's tough, right? Because you you want to be in the moment, you want to react the right way, and um. You just got it. The, the repercussions that come with things. <sighs> um, that's part of the deal, right? I, I think what's even worse is if the, you go to the edit and they don't use it, and you're like, wow, <laughs> I, broke, I, broke my, I broke my hand for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he was, he, that was, uh, you know, listen, that was that scene of like, remember, guys, we as actors on that show also don't know what's going on. We don't know three. Good point. Later. No, good point. Right? Please. We don't we've all we've all seen this show. Everyone, not you and I, but that's why we're doing this. But everyone's seen the show three, four, a hundred times. They, they, they know it all. We don't. We know. we don't know. We, didn't we don't know, know if on. Abel's in Belfast. No. Or in Vancouver. We don't, we don't know. know. So we're only reading the script that is being played. So so when we're sitting there hearing that as these characters, can you hit the lawnmower in the back? No. Oh, I could. Okay. As you're hearing, as we're hearing Jack's going through this cadence of Jimmy O telling him 
that this guy, that his baby, and he's using a Sam Bell guy to tell him that it's in Vancouver, that there was no baby in Belfast. There was Je- Abel was not there. We, as the sons, when assuming that he would tell us, because we read that part of script, are like, man, where is Abel? He loses yeah, his mind. Yeah, that whole yeah. thing happens. Um, we cut oh. to the Gemma Tara scene. Um, I got to tell you something. When she says, I can't believe I'm sending him to a goddamn home. He'll die alone just like she did. Like Rose did. I have it written down right there. Isn't that just a fear that everyone has? I'll tell you what, bro. This fucking show. There are there are things said that we think this is just going to be a Tara, Tara Gemma coming together, talking about Nate. And then Gemma just throws something that out. That's so true and a worry and it's universal. Oh. It's completely universal. And I'll fucking tell you what, uh, Nate, right? Hell Holbrook. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into that, but I, I don't even know. Did he just walk on with Alzheimer's and just get an award for this shit? Like, I don't, he's just so brilliant. Anyway, good for them. He will die alone just like Rose did, just like she did. And again, when you have children and you, you know, my wife and I joke around, our kids are, you know, five and three. I'm like, you know, don't ever do that to me. You never leave us alone. Right. And it's like this whole thing of like, you know, I'm already losing every, like I'm already checked out. (laughs) <laughs> You've been checked out for a long time, Staten Island. My kids time. are th- my kids are the insurance policy that they better oh, watch yeah. out for me when I'm older. Boy, those so, boys are so beautiful. They are so, so again, Oh my god, uh, they'd be busting through this door. They were they were sliding <laughs> stuff under the door before. Um, but that's one of those things where she says that, and you can see it, and you can viscerally feel it. You can viscerally feel her being like, "I'm his daughter." Beautiful. And and he's leaving his Beautiful. home. And she says the thing about the garden later. Okay. So that scene, again, the short scene that becomes so much more than it, than it is. That's the writing elevating the, the yeah. phones down again. This I is- keep hitting. I get so excited. I'm talking, I'm, we're doing read reviews. I'm just, I keep hitting this fucking red thing. And I knock the phone. Fuck. I got to get an assistant. I okay. The setup in the scene to the bikes of us all going to grab some meds. You know yeah. that that's the setup. That's going to be a shit show. When, when why do we have there, no why, why do we have no money again? We have no money. Ryan, he's selling his his, his little. You know, no, no, no. His, this is this is the scene where DL walks up. He has his moment, and yeah. DL says, "Yeah, I need meds. The bills are killing me. I need the yeah. meds. Right? I need the meds. <laughs> right? I fucking love him so much. Love it's that voice. Just, it's ridiculous. So he he tells, and that's when when Piney says, "Oh, I know a little spot." Where she yeah, sells these aftermarket. As I'm hearing that, because remember, at Piney, he knows the little spot. Oh wait, remember, I have no idea what's going not on. Not a clue. As a fan, I'm going. Oh, that's going to be trouble. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what's. Ha- I don't remember what happens. So I'm thinking, as a fan, I'm going. That's going to be trouble, right? Like that. That little detour they're taking is going to be trouble. And Absolutely. and I was I was right when we get there. So okay, so now Clay's hands are hurting. Um, by the way, for sure, Ronnie was riding in all those scenes. Ronnie, oh, yeah. Clay. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he was riding yeah. in all those scenes. Did a great um, job. Um, great job. Cool. I gotta say, may, may I say, I, I wrote this down that, yeah, I used to love, and sometimes I was involved, sometimes I wasn't, but those, those pull outs, yeah, with the bikes, scary. Uh, they're, they're like synchronized swimming, 
you were the sinker you swam. Like they, 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 yeah. and, and, and I remember doing, I wasn't there that day, but there was a bunch of pullouts that you guys talked about later. And it's like, you got to know who's going first, who's going second, oh, who's on third. So nerve wracking. And action. Oh. No one can, and do the bikes go? Are you ready? Does the throttle get you know, I was something. always in first gear. I was always ready, ready to, go. to go. There was you, no playing around. The second yeah. that tire, we want to be a few inches away from each other. I yeah. was like, I'm not anyway, messing up that line. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I wrote it down. It looks fucking beautiful. I don't know how many takes you guys had to do that, but it looked beautiful. Well, we would do them all the time. And then the worst one was the pullouts were easier. <laughs> that sounds crazy. The pullouts were easier <laughs> than the parking coming in because the parking coming in, you would all have to go like you're in a row. Then you swan like like a, like synchronized swimming. You go like this yeah, yeah. and then you're all backing in together, right? Let, let, let me tell you something right now. The only time we ever used any of that was when I did them. Oh. Like when there was 20 of us and cut, we're, we're never, there was never. no. The the pulling out was fine, but that backing up, you got to swirl and then you back up. It was, and I fucking love doing it. And all the bikes were down or up or whack, but we never used any of that backing into the curb. Because that Hardly. was a lot harder to do yeah. and it took longer and you had to be completely synchronized. Okay. So after that, we get into Clay's hands are really, they're really hurting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a moment we cut to Cherry and the Ari character. Yeah, Liam. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and and I I got to tell you, it wasn't till the end of this show that I maybe picked up on. First of all, she's going through his cut. Yeah, he's the sergeant at arms. There he is. They're doing the thing on the chair. Half sack's long gone in this show. Yeah, she's been in Ireland for a while, but she's going to go through his cut, and she finds this envelope with all this money. Yep, and I'm going. A, what what the fuck is she doing that for? Yeah. B, why did Sutter write that in? And it wasn't until later that you find out about this whole baby for money selling thing. Like this stuff, this stuff. Well, I don't. I still don't know. Is that your guess on it? Because I have no I, idea that, what the money's would, for. That would be my guess. Okay, my guess was that. And again, I'm sure people will write this in the comments. My guess as a fan was that Jimmy O paid him to talk and tell Jacks the lie. I think that's probably true. Right. And that he's kind of affiliated with Jimmy Jim. O. Okay. That, 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 that could be true. But I see, I thought Jimmy O, I, it's, it's too confusing. It's too confusing. Okay. And, and again, we'll this, is, this is with season three had a, this is where I got lost on a lot of season three. Cause it is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot, of, a lot of two stories, two legends, Ireland and America are about to come together, and it's very confusing. Okay. And Gemma's, Gemma's on the run from the lot, you know, and, and we're going to be in trouble. Like, who killed who? It, She's just, on the run for the stall stuff, right? Correct. Like in season correct. two. Okay. Correct. Okay. So something shady's going down. Um, now Jax is trying, is tying Clay's hands on. And I right? said to, and I said to that, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Like, <laughs> no. I'm not sure Hellboy should have anything taped to that bike without him being able to pull it. Like, but good right. for Ron. He's playing Clay Morrow. Okay. So but it, in real life, that's a bad idea. That's what I'm saying. It's bad. It's bad. It's a bad idea for Clay. It's a bad idea for Ron. It's a bad idea in life for any club. Anybody. Hey, any, any biker. But no you biker know should if, ever if tie their hands to a, to a throttle. Unless you're on Sons of Anarchy and we know the rules. If you can't ride, you're not in the club. So Clay can't even fucking ride anymore. He's got so much arthritis in those hands that Jax is reaching out and going, here, dad, let me wrap the, okay, good luck. 
So a fan, uh, a fam, a Sam fam, uh, a family uh, fam crow member wrote that this was a really good little tidbit. And I actually agreed with it. Um, they said that Clay's bandana that he wears mm. Mm. is something very similar to all the guys in Vietnam War, that style. And that he's not sure if that was a Ron choice or a Kelly costume. Kelly is the, she was in charge of costume that that style was very similar to. If you oh, I, I, I love stuff. that comment. I okay. love that comment. That's very true. When you look at movies from back then, when you look at the time and photos, yeah. a lot of the boys had bandanas. So you know what? And clay was definitely part of that whole thing. Uh, so that's Tig, a great Tig, find. Tig, Tig's a former Marine. So I, I was probably too too young to be, you know, in, in Nam, but yeah, I think that's a great con. You never wore a bandana on the show? Not one time. You can't you don't want to block that hair. I don't want to block my hair. No. Why would I do that? That would be silly. I in fact now, I mean, I, I, I I'm supposed to be doing a, a big ass movie in London, England next year, and we had some conversation about the character. And I was dying and sent photos of a bandana look. And they went, oh, no, no, we can't cover up your hair. We can't. I went, no, no. Okay. I mean, you can play <laughs> Home Alone 1 and 2 on your forehead. So you don't know what's going on. <laughs> My forehead for everyone. Okay. So now Clay has his hands taped on. By the way, good moment, Jackson Clay, right? Showing that unity is still Thank there. you. Great Thank moment. you. Okay. It's funny. It's funny how stealing someone's child can change everything. And also the assault on Gemma from season two. This is still lingering from that. What? That's right. But what I mean is they kind of dealt with that at the end of season two. We saw the moment where, where Jax comes to Clay and rubs his back and they're going to be, thank you, son. We've talked about that episode. So there is a coming together a bit between Clay and Jax at this moment. I have a because, question. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Do you know when they came apart? Because we're not what? near season four, five, and six. When did they when did it start to go bad again? I don't know exactly, but I will say season four is when Clay starts to take it out on Gemma. That's when Tig rips his patch off. There's gotta be some shit going down with 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 Clay and Jax heavily in season four. That's when you start to spin yeah, out. Yeah, right juice. away. Episode three. That's when everything yeah, starts there, to spin. There you go. So I, oh, it's, I co it's coming soon. It's coming. It, okay. it, it's, it, it's coming. In fact, well, it's coming soon. Because season four is when we get out of prison. It's like a year and a half later or something. We all get out of prison. Different looks, this, that, and the other. I do think Clay and Jax in season four things are not not going well okay so Gemma and nate he says don't let your family slip away that line hit me like a mallet to the back of the head um don't let your family slip away you know obviously as someone who you know my father my birth father left when i was young and you know you, you, I've, I've experienced a lot of different people have problems and go through stuff where they're not with their family at the end of their life and all this yeah yeah <clears throat> that was an extremely powerful line because our family, for people who have children, people who even just your own family as dysfunctional and crazy and all that, that don't let your family slip away. This is something that we all as people deal with in one way or another. And Nate delivered that, Hal Holbrook delivered that yes. uh, like poetry and, yes. uh, and the way Gemma took it. There's something that happens in that scene that I want to tell you about. You might not notice it, 
but I was, I probably have the record on Sons of Anarchy, but you came very close. Here comes Tig out the door with the one line. Now, those are the most interesting as an actor. <laughs> give me, just give me two lines. Never one. Give me three. Give me a paragraph. Give me a fucking soliloquy. But don't give me one line. Let me explain why, especially on a move, meaning that it's a door opening or coming out or or an opening of a window or or leaning in a car with one line. It's like one line and you got to hit that one mark, especially when you're interrupting people because you're waiting off camera. You're waiting for the exact time. The The Iraq attacks have just hit the elephant and he's shitting out his ass now. Please. What? And then you got to come in. You got to hit the mark. Movement. It's got to hit the mark in one line. You did it a few times in this episode. I did. So you come right out. And again, you're, it's weird with one, one line is so much harder than a hundred. And let me, for me, maybe not for all actors. For me, one line is way harder than a hundred. The reason being is you start to get aware of everything. How are you standing? How would you, how do you hit? You and I talked about the standing on this show forever. There was the TIG pose, which is the hand on the hip, which is amazing. <laughs> Wrecked um, my back for two years. I swear to God. My ass, my hips, gone. Thank God but, my trainer got But me you track. come out, you do your thing, and that's, you know, there we know we now establish that TIG is still in the house, that we're still there at Nate's. Um, okay. Can I just say what before we yeah. move on, can I just say one thing about the Rose Garden? I mean, obviously, people are, you know, they're smarter than me, and I get it, and it's fine. But let's just not ever forget that, you know, her mom's name was Rose. Yeah. We're in the Rose Garden. There's how, and they're looking, they're smelling the roses. I mean, there's a reason for all that. I know Sutter. But lest we ever forget, this is not going to be the last time we come back to that no. Rose Garden. And I'm not going to say anything more about that because wow. a year and a half from now, you we will be talking. Me. We will all come back to that Rose Garden. And, okay, let's go. Now, can I ask one thing about, I think we're at this part where Jax and Clay are showing up. Is that right, Tia? We are, and I have a question about that. We are. So, can I ask you a question? Because before you ask me, maybe it's the same one. I don't know, and Samly, they certainly know because they know everything. I wonder if this is the first time that Tig and Jax shared a hug. Since the whole thing of season two, because let's remember, this is the first time Kim Coates is actually working with Ron Perlman and Charlie Hunnam in season three. I've been on Gemma Island for three episodes, one, two, and three. Everything was just with Gemma, Tara, Stephen King. I'm on Gemma Island. My God, we had fun. And now, first time, I'm finally seeing you. You were all. Yeah, you've been working with the boys for three shows. I had. And this is the and here we are, and Jacks Tig reaches in for a hug. Now I, the reason why I think I did that was because I was taking care of his mother. I was keeping her mother safe. He's lost a child. We don't know where Abel is. He's going through a lot of emotion. You got to know that 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 Clay's always on the phone with me, always filling me in with <clears throat> with what's happening. Also, he's asking about Gemma, and so that hug. If you look at that scene. I don't think Jax expected that I was going to do that, but he reciprocated. He, he, he gave me one back. It's interesting. I mean, besides the fact that it's episode four of the season, which is 
yeah. a couple of months, you know, whatever it is into the show. And here you are first month time and working half. with every month, month and, and a half, half into yeah. the show of us yeah. working and you're seeing everybody. But here was my question from that scene. Please. Maybe, maybe it wasn't intentional, but it was the first thing I, I, I read. You gave a strange look to Clay when he hugged Jim. Did I? You did. And I they, never and, watched, and I never watched zero, my work. They zeroed in on it. Oh, they did. Yeah. No, they did. Oh my God. And she I, said, I miss you, baby. I love you. They were like going at it. And well, you know, zeroed in on you. Good for you Thanks. for noticing that. I no, did. juicy pants, because I'm only thinking now. I think Billy directed this episode. I think the reason why they did that then, which I didn't really pick up on, was remember at the end of season two, I kept going to Clay. She needs you. Go. She, after the whole thing about the, 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 the white supremacy mm-hmm. shit, we find out she go, go. Well, now, at the end of season two, when everything went fucking bazooka, we haven't even talked about yeah. episode 12 and 13. Yeah, yeah. Now, and then Clay tasks me to take Jim away. I'm noticing them hugging. I'm noticing what she said about, I miss you, baby. That's mm-hmm. a really good pickup, Theo. I never noticed I, that. I, I felt it was a harken back to, you know, to, to use a word that I don't use often, to the closet, to the thing. Yeah, to the, to the and all that. Room. And all that. It could be all that. You know what? Fuck, man. Okay. I noticed that, that right away. And I was like, wow, he gave a strange look. And again, I really think, and this is where things get lost. I think they could have explored that even more down the road. I know, you know I know, you know, I know, I know, but it is one of those things. Sutter, where, when that, when that train leaves the station with Sutter, it's gone. It's, it's gone. Yeah. And I think, I really think they could have. So, okay. Um, that strange look Jackson Clay wrote up uh, for, again, that's probably the first, first and only time Jackson Clay are alone together yeah. on bikes, just yeah. them two, yeah. um, which has never happened. And I know has never happened after that from, well, I don't know. Cause I don't know anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> so the Tara Jack scene, um, Tara and Jacks are having their thing. She's lying yeah. through her teeth. She's lying through her teeth. She's keeping shit from Jax. She's making shit up. She's a total, total old lady in yeah. this fucking scene, man. Well, guess she is what? Like, what? Guess what? You do an enter again. You come right oh, yeah. in the door. Right through the door. <laughs> Clay- no, no. It, I felt like I was on a 1920s, like, Laurel and Hardy episode. Of, you come through the door. You come yeah, through yeah, the door. Yeah. You so that, that's too early that you just come through. You interrupt, motherfucker. You of course I am because right. I was the master of them. I've done more than anyone <laughs> ever on the show. Certainly in the first three seasons. Go then back you, and you... check the first three seasons. I am Mister Enter the Da-da-da. Door. Hey, hey guys, go we on. gotta go. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. Look what There's I found. Going. Look what I found. I could just check this okay. out on the. Check. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so here's another thing that you don't know because you don't recognize this though i know i know nothing yeah okay there's an extremely famous line that comes up in the next scene and you say it did you write it down the redhead yeah yeah before that hang on go i got i gotta give you props you took the lead on that ride out there was a fucking ride out where juicy pants was yeah. at the lead and I, I i'm just going okay wait i'm not there jack you you Chief took the fucking lead. Yeah, I was getting better that? at that point. I was nervous riding for the first two seasons, and by season three, I'd been riding you? every single day. Oh no, so you I had was your own, ready. You, you had your I own bike ready. being yeah. built for I you. Was ready. 
Yeah. You were ready and you I took off ready. and I was, I was just wondering where to go fucking feel. And you fucking, you know, you ducked down, yeah, you knew exactly where you were going. You were swerving. Anyway, good for you. I probably went down two seconds later when the camera stopped rolling. But- <laughs> and accident. <Axel. laughs> where is he? He's Johnny. Down a, he went down, down a ravine. <laughs> yeah. So you say the line about the redhead. Do you know what that's from? No. Okay. You're missing. You know everything things. about movies. I'm, I'm okay. a sports guy. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You say maybe you go redhead for a while. Yeah. She said she would rather shave her head. Do you know who was a redhead? No. Peg Bundy, Katie Seagal, married with children. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that where that came from? Yes. It must be. Oh, I of love Of course it, it was. Because he said, you say, maybe you go redhead for a while. And she says, oh, I would rather shave my head. It's I a direct it. line. It. To married with children. Of course it is. I knew that. No, so I didn't. that's a I little didn't. Easter egg where he's done that a bunch of times. Remember, we go back to when he said, what did you think I was going to Adriana you? And that's from the Sopranos with, you know, whatever. So he, Kurt has done that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done that a bunch. Okay. So Nate walks in and says, this is what killed her. What does he mean there? I'm going to tell you exactly what it means. I, first of all, I want to say how Holbrook was, it's just so good. Telling us hoodlums, this is what killed your mother. You see, we'll never know now, but boy, we can think about what Gemma, the little Gemma in Charming was like. Rebel, smoking, pot, and she gets mixed up with John Teller. Mm. She gets mixed up in the one percenters. And he looks at Clay, doesn't even fucking know him, but he does, but he doesn't. And I'm standing with my cut on, and he's looking at all of us going, that. That cut that that's what wrecked your mother because you left for that. You oh, split that you stopped s- their relationship. That stopped their relationship. They couldn't talk anymore. See, Rose was concerned for Gemma, and Gemma was a rebel, man. She, 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 and Katie did it so brilliantly in these first four episodes of when she saw Hal, when she saw her father, of reflecting and never remember that we talked about this already when. You know, Rose is coming to the door and she goes, God, I hope not, because she's dead. <laughs> right, 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 like right. It's, it's, she, she always had a sense of humor about yeah. it, but that's what that means. Got you know, it. That, okay, that okay. club. So that the club, club is what the club. made their relationship Correct. go awry. Got Correct. it. Got it. Got it. Okay, great. So uh, hold on. Here we go. Okay. So now we go to this the, the shootout with these local Francis Fisher. Her and I Titanic. had the same agency at the time. I love Frances. I love she's, her. She's the so best. much. She's a wonderful, wonderful actress. She was but just so good on this HBO show. Uh, the she's Watch done it all. She's great. She's done it all. She's been around forever. She's done it all. So Huge. here she is. She's getting robbed, and Piney and the crew come in, and immediately everybody's we're in we're in a gunfight. Um. The sons are boxed in. <laughs> Nobody's getting shot. There's just bullets flying everywhere. It's like Miami Vice. It's everywhere. I love that analogy. Miami I was Vice. On Nobody Miami gets Vice. killed. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah, fuck yeah. Who did it you was work called, with? It was, it was called Viking. Oh, hang on. What's, what's, what's the one with Don Johnson? That's Miami. That my, yeah. I, I did one episode. It was called Viking Bikers from Hell. Wow. I you got, played a biker? I got, Oh yeah, I got my SAG card. 
for, I had to pay for the lawyer, a Canadian boy in New York, paid for everything, all one visa. All, I think it made $18.22 by the end of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And Don Johnson cracked my head again in a bar. And oh, I just yeah, worked man. with Don. I just worked with him. Did you? Yeah, he was in Vault, this movie I did. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, Vault. You did tell me about that. Yeah. Interesting, anyway, Don, interesting guy. Interesting guy. He's great. He's great. Great actor. Great, great actor. He's great. Looks Those like are- a million dollars, uh, even now. I mean, he is. He's a handsome man. Anyway, well, it's, it's it's not his face anymore. It's just a mask they've sculptured over to make him look like he did <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago. He does. Don, he, Don. he doesn't age the day. He looks He's incredible. So, so in Miami Vice, he was as cool as it comes, him and uh, Philip yeah. Michael Thomas. So, okay. So I didn't know you did Miami Vice. I love that. Okay. So Bullet, bullets flying, eh? Bullets flying. Bullets no flying. Nobody ever gets killed. Boonies. No one gets killed. The gang that couldn't shoot straight. Remember that uh, <laughs> back in the day? So there's this big gunfight. Okay. Now we get to. Uh, now, on, what, what were those like those days where the bullets are flying? Get away from the fucking, you know, the, the pyrotechnics. Just Somebody's got to get shot. Someone's got to get hit, don't they? Like Nobody's getting crazy? hit. No. And then I was thinking, why are they shooting up all the drugs that they came to rob? All these drugs are getting shot up. It was, all... Yeah, they just wanted more action. It's just more, more action. action. Probably took Fine. six hours to set those up. The problem. Oh, yeah. What a... Oh, yeah. So weird. Okay. So Jax is, uh, he's screaming in this episode. He wants Tara to prove herself. And then, and then she drops that bomb on Jax that the caretaker of what she did. And he immediately changes the entire, the shift, well, the whole show. Well, I, before we get to that, I do being a Canadian proud when she goes, I want to come with you to Canada. Do you know what kind of a meme or meme or meme that that could have yeah, what that could have been had things not <laughs> anyway, she doesn't have to come to Canada anymore because it's all going to be fine in America. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was rough dialogue when Jack screams at Tara, you want to be an old lady, then act like one. Do as you're told. Yeah, he was screaming for a while. That was a long scream. Ouch. Yeah. He That's lays hard. into it. That's hard to hear. You want to be an old lady, act like one. Do as you're told. Wow. Are you fucking... Wow. Right. And there's that biker world, right? There's that thing where they go to it. And again, this is a while ago. And here he is. And he's doing his thing. Gemma comes down and has one of the greatest oh shits I've ever seen when she sees the wheelchair. Because <laughs> she knows. And, and, and Theo... You need to be reminded by me that that's what it was like when I worked with Maggie and, and, and Maggie and, and Katie for those two or three episodes and yeah. money current current and my, my beautiful gal I get to work with. Yeah, yeah. It was full of, Oh no. Oh shit. Oh, oh wow. And I got to climax that by it's coming up. What I say to yeah, I want to don't, don't get to that I yet. I want to go back for a second and just ask you, what was it like to work with Hal Holbrook? Because if anybody's in this business or even knows anything about the history of acting, Hal is a legend and a giant. You got to work with him more than most, more than anybody besides Gemma, right? Um, I, 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 one, 1,000%. I think the thing that I'll always take away from that is what I appreciate so much are when legends like that, Stanley Keach was one, uh, Stanley Keats, no, Stacy Keats, Stacy Keats, Stacy Keats was one. Hal came up to me and knew my theater background. Wow. He knew that I did Stanley on Broadway. He knew that I'd played Macbeth at Stratford. He just knew my theater background. Those guys who know that I came from the stage like they did, 
way back in the day before they all became movie stars. Those, I, I love that. I love being able to, when they look you up, I look, I, I'm like you. I'll look at everyone that I'm, oh, I'm going to work with. And you look up there on DP, you read some stories and you find out where they came from. And that's, I'll never forget that. He was very giving and sweet. And when it was time to roll, man, you never knew what he was going to do. It was stunning. Yeah, and it's and it's amazing. And I just wanted to get to that before this part. So now here it is, cat's out of the bag. Jax is Clay comes down because now we know about this shootout. And he comes down with you because you guys you gotta hustle, right? They're boxed. Yeah. And now this whole little world shift happens. Um and it's great for a couple of reasons. One, the little love that you just brought up before with you and Jax on that hug, that's gone. Gone, douchebag. Calls me douchebag. Douche douche <laughs> and walks by you. That was that was a total ad lib too, by the way. That was oh, not was it? Oh yeah, he just had to call me something. Oh, it was great. Okay, but you came down and you chose to play that scene a certain way. Now I know you don't watch yourself and you you have a hard time with that, but I will tell you, the way you address those two, there was a frustration mixed with comedy, mixed with like. You're killing me. Killing you. You're killing me. Like, why? There was no reason. We made an agreement. I sat and, I, I sat here last night watching it with Brenna, my beautiful daughter that I'm yeah. starring in with. with uh, she's starring with me Amazing. in this movie. So cool. So cool. And we, we watched the episode. She was so excited to watch it. And she watched the whole thing with me. And of course, I'm stopping it every three minutes to take notes and whatnot. And she goes, Dad, Tig was so weird. He was so weird. Yeah. Like she gets the psychotic and the animal lover and the crazy, but the weird. He was weird. He was just weird. And that is a good example of just what you just said. When I, I just used my hand, like what happened? That's why Tig Traeger is so, he's such a beloved character. And here's why. When we say weird, I want people to understand that weird is not a bad word. It's a beautiful word. It's a beautiful word. It's truly, it's un- it encompasses, it, look it up in the dictionary. It, it encompasses everything. Everything. Just, and it could be, could also be slightly synonymous with unpredictable. And as correct. an actor, all you're dreaming for is unpredictability. Well said. What's he going to do? What is Tig going to do? There is no, no box. I don't no. know. What, there is no box for Tig Traeger. He could do anything. We come to find out later on. We come to, we, we know stuff from earlier. We come, and that's why you're so glued to him when he's on screen. So when you have that freedom of a character, it's why the Joker is the best villain ever in comic book history. Wow. It's yeah. because you don't know yeah. what he's going to do. It's not no. that he, the Joker doesn't, he's not a good fighter. He doesn't have superpowers. He, he doesn't, he's not the most, uh, you know, uh, smartest. He's just unpredictable. Yeah. And when you have an unpredictable character, they are not just dangerous. They are very fun to watch. Yeah. So we, as actors, we strive for unpredictability in the characters we get, but a lot of characters are not written to be unpredictable, especially leads, especially guys who are very, you know, a certain way they have to toe the line a certain sure. way. Sure. Tig has no line. No. And when you came down, you could come down and dance the scene and people would go, that's just Tig. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't know. What a freedom. Hey, it was have fun you ever day. had freedom like that with a character besides Tig? Have you ever played a character that had I have. I, I I have. I I I I really have, but I being a film guy, I would always get to read the shit. Before I would say, yes, I'll do that movie or no, I don't want to do that movie. But with Tig, the Sutter 
unpredictability was always new to me. I, I, I would always find shit out about Chig as Kurt would write it. So it was kind of in a way more fresh. Mm. It was because I, a movie, like you do a lot of movies. I, yeah. I you, know you know, everything. the you know, the script, but in, in Kurt Sutter world, that's the way, man. I didn't know what the fuck Tig was going to. Well, and that's what people don't realize the Christmas gift of getting the script. You get a script, especially, you know, if you know you got something going on with your character and you're like, yeah. man, what's, what's going to happen? And you get one and you, you know, you rifle through it and you go, Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And then, and then now the wheels start turning and you got yeah. a couple of days to get ready for it, but your, your foundation's already there. Your foundation yeah. of Tig Traeger is there. And 100%. It's like, what am I going to do here? And that's the, the beauty of television. Uh, um, especially long running shows, which I know are a thing of the past, but like, you know, seven season, 13 episodes, which will never be again. They're now like three seasons, eight episodes. Um, you have time to get, to get creative and to get fun yeah. and, and to do things. So yeah. I just love, I love that. Very good. Um, okay. So a uh, great scene with Jimmy and Maureen yeah. In, yeah. The, in the, uh, in the apartment in Belfast. Okay, so let me ask you this: With Tony Medina doing such, he was the art director of our show. Beautiful. For, the, for the people who don't know, <laughs> crazy he's boy. a he's a crazy <laughs> mofo, but a beautiful human being, and so he'll bet talented. on anything. He'll bet on anything. No, he'll bet on. Is Kim going to take two drinks before a minute or three? He'll go right to Vegas and place a bet. <laughs> so here I am watching this scene. Of course, it was shot in L.A. We weren't in Ireland, but. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm watching, you know, Jimmy and, uh, and, and Paula Marine and where the baby is and the art department, there's some, there's some music on a radio. Right. And just the look of the house, the look, the lighting, the, the lighting, the greens, the, and I've been, you've been, we've been so lucky to travel the world. That's what it looks like over in Belfast. Like, like Tony and Tony got to go there and Tony did all his research and people that, you know, anyway, I, I just, I found it's almost that. like, it's almost like it's overcast in the apartment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like see where you yeah. are. It's brighter. See where I am. It's yeah. brighter. Like that. That's not in. No, that there's no sun in Ireland. No, it's very like, it's, yeah. it's darker and it's, and it's older and the colors were popping yeah. everywhere. Mate. Just a be- beautiful, 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 beautiful job by them. So, and, and a beautiful scene by those two actors beautiful. Uh, together to, to, amazing and i just love the explosion of power and calmness by titus he was jumping he was jumping and he was dancing like almost surfing on the scene of like up and down and i love that um the standoff comes piney's line is amazing because we're the good guys i mean uh yeah why the hell are you doing this because we're the good guys by william lucky put that in his book smoke your cigar guys i mean because we're the good guys i mean that's again I don't know, Theo, maybe I'm learning more about it now that I'm watching these with you, but there was some beautiful moments uh, where Sutter would just, it's, it's like you're looking at the camera because we're the good guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, like he's talking to the millions of people. He's not talking to anyone else. He's just talking to the people. We're the fucking good guys. I mean, yeah. it's something you get out of the scene because it's just such a beautiful, funny line. And then you know? William, and then Bill, uh, uh, Piney spits like just the way Piney does it. He's just, you know, it's, it looked like it was, it, it's right out of an old Western. Like, I mean that, that line, that scene, that voice, it's right out of an old Western spaghetti Western, like hits him with the thing and just amazing. And uh, what I loved about that is 
right there, then he goes into the kiss with Francis's character, and you have all the jackals yelling in the background. And I and I showed up at that point. In fact, I want to bring that up because it's it's like we it's the first time, first time that that I get to come back with the club. That's the first time in in, in season three. And for me, you won't remember this because you were already with everybody. But I I remember going to film that scene, and and of course we're putting makeup on and and stuff like that when we're doing on on Gemma Island. You boys weren't in it. But we would bump in, hey, hey, miss you, see you Friday night. This was for me, I'm seeing the boys. I get to have a little shot where I went right down the little back alley and flip my hat off and shoot at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And there's Francis That was a great Fisher. move, by the way. Good move. I thought it was a pretty yeah. good move. T- yeah, take move. move. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Whoa. Yeah, great move. And, and, but thanks. But I, but I remember Francis Fisher. And there's Bill, my favorite fucking lumberjack fucking redwood tree, Bill Lucking. And Francis have this kiss. What fun times those were. <laughs> oh, it's what? great. No, come on. We're all on our bikes. Yeah. The, the bad guys, they're all taken down now. And uh, Francis is handing care packages to DL and care packages to everybody. Take these, take that. And then they have this fucking kiss. Oh. And, anyway. and and you got to remember something. And again, uh, and again, because it's it's been a little while. It's season three, guys. We're not. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. The runaway juggernaut, Samley, Sam Crow podcast coming Not yet. years later, Not yet. action no. figure. No. So what would happen is when they would call cut, we had all these little lawn chairs in a circle and we'd all just go sit in them, light up cigarettes or whatever we were doing, yeah. you know, and we just bullshit and ri- and yeah. make fun of each other. And like, you know, it would just mm-hmm. be this whole thing and we would all be together. No one went separate. I think Katie would go to a trailer and stuff like that. And, but all the jackals, all we the were, guys, we were inseparable in we a circle. Insepar- we would sit in a circle. How many shit, how many shit you taking today? You got next to smoke. Charlie, <laughs> yeah, Charlie yeah. you're going to call. Yeah. Oh, did you ride here? Did you ride here? What you time? Ride? Oh yeah. What and time it was we just What's bullshit that? after bullshit after bullshit. And great, great, would, greatest times of our lives, man. Yeah, was, you would look forward to, and again, now on films and now, and especially now, I mean, with, with everything that's going on, but even before this, it's different. It's phones, it's down, it's, it's, you know, people are going down. And back then it's, I want crazy. people, I want, sorry, Theo, but I want people to know we never took our phones. Never. Any, anywhere. Never. Boone wouldn't allow it. We didn't want, you wouldn't, we wouldn't know. We literally just—you didn't talked. want to miss anything. I wouldn't be didn't on the phone. Mi- I, I, I don't want to miss what you got. What we were all saying. We talked. We talked. We 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 drank coffee. We we got intense. We laughed. We. I don't know, Crazy. man. Go ahead. I'm, I cut you off. So yeah, no. Just- it's just again. I just want people to realize is that the game has changed, and I've been on some amazing projects the last few years. Big ones, hundred million dollar ones to two million dollar ones to two hundred thousand dollar ones. But the game has changed because. The second they call cut, people are going to their phones. They're going down. They escape into their own AI world. They're not having that conversation. And if they do, it's very short. And the whole time, they just want to go to their phone. But we were not just sharing our lives. And I believe why the show became what it did and why, again, we always go back to the Oz's, the Sopranos, the Shields, the Breaking Bads, is because it was pre this era of diving into the 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 internet it was pre that and um 
I don't know, you know, if, if, and when I start directing and if, and when I would probably try to keep those rules, like Boone said, where, Hey, we're not having those on set. You want to talk to someone, you want to do some, talk to each other, get to know each other, get to know the grips, get to know the camera guys, get to know the costume. And I just think that we had that. And it was awesome because on those days, like you said, you're coming back here. You are. There's Kim. We haven't seen. Oh, I got, I got, I'm so glad you brought all that stuff up Theo. I got more bear hugs. And of course, all the boys wanted to know what was like, what was like working with, with Hal, with, with Monique, with, with Gemma and, and how was that shit? Cause we've all been reading the scripts, yeah. but how was all that stuff? And of course I just wanted to know all about, I can't believe Theo had the lead. How did that bike scene go? Fucking Ronnie on the bike looks fucking great. Like uh, it, it's, there was no time for a phone. Yeah. There's too much to talk about. There's too much to share Yeah, because we were on a show that was starting to do that. Yeah. And it was a really special time, man. Really cool. That, that, light, that light on your face right now is it's horrifying. It's my, <laughs> my forehead. There's my forehead for a, no, I got to tell you guys, I'm, I'm in Toronto and there's sun coming through that. Anyway, it is, is what it, it is. in your house is the sun in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. It's, see, I'm, I think it's I'm, in the closet. There it's it is. actually, it's horrifying, but it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Cause we're getting to the, we're we're, almost, we're getting we're to the finish there. line. Yeah, okay. How and Katie scene, Nate saying, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. It's heartbreaking. And the reason I say it's heartbreaking is because getting old is just heartbreaking in general. But like that scene, oh. that moment. Oh. Tell me about that. Well, it's just, and you know, I, I don't know if Katie, I mean, Katie sings the last song oh, yeah. of the episode. And I don't know if it's already started there or not, but uh, it probably did because I, I, I tear up at this shit, man. I'm, you know, I might be a tough guy, but I'm, I fucking, I'll cry at, at you know the Flintstones. I mean, Me too. You know what I mean, Theo? I'm not afraid of any of that shit. And when I hear, when I, when I'm watching the show, Brenna can contest. She's not here right now. Hi, Brent. No, she's not there. But <laughs> when that song starts, and Katie and you and I would watch her sing and. We'd go and see the Rangers and sing with, play with them and with her and Bob and his whole his whole band and Katie's voice. That's why they didn't they couldn't use her in all the shows because that would be overkill. But when she did have a song, which is quite a few over the seven seasons, this one got to me. It, it got to me because of how, because of her, because of that day. Katie, I don't know, man. She uh, she brought it all as Gemma. I, I don't know if she struggled with some of the tears once in a while or not, or would want to just pull them back or rein them in. I'm not sure, but uh, that bottom lip quivering that was that was her, that was her not knowing how to deal right. as the matriarch, as the toughest broad in the world, keeping family together. She didn't know how to make it better, and that and that and that destruction of her heart in that scene makes her want to go s- just be with the the new her father's going one way and abel's coming in the other way right for every death there's birth for every birth home. there's death home one she home is going go away home. i want to go yes home. yes that's that underlying shit that is yes. so brilliant that when you get yes. into the underneath of this Yes. You're watching someone whose life is ending to someone whose life is beginning. Oh my God. Good. Good. Pick up. Just amazing. So there, so there she goes. There we are. Back She's to Ireland, re- North she, Hollywood. 
we go back. To, yeah, we go back to North Hollywood. The priest is laying out the whole plan, how the it's all thing. happening. Yep. It's all happening because of the sons. He wants the sons there for some reason. Yeah. Call call Gemma. Call her. Call her. Call her. And 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 that phone call, man. Do you want to get into that now or yeah, well, Gemma, Gemma calls stall, right? Obviously, she takes off. There's now we this is funny. We rode up that day. You were there. Gemma's gone. If you'll notice, there's rain on us. Uh, it was raining that day. If you'll notice and you watch all the rest of the episodes of the show, there's not a lot of rain because we didn't have the money, obviously, as a show to do forced rain, fake rain. And when it was raining, we usually didn't shoot, especially from but we were on bikes. But on I bikes, that, yeah. I remember that day clearly. We had to shoot it. Like yeah, we had, had to. to make the day. It's kind of, kind of fun, actually. It's kind of fun, actually, kind of but fun. also kind of dangerous when there's a ton of people on bikes yeah. coming into a parking lot. You got to be careful. It's slippery. It's you know, yeah. it's the whole thing. Um, it's so odd seeing us covered in rain because it's a rarity. That I would might say that that might be the only scene that we're ever in with rain on us together. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I I think you're absolutely correct. It must be another time but i i can't wait i can't wait to get to the end of season one after we lose donna and clay and i you were there we go to that horse and i think it was raining that day anyway well well so so yeah so we're katie is singing in the scene now and i remember us riding at night i remember it being freezing yeah of course because i always remember that because my hands yeah freezing yeah we're all riding in that yeah. dark, the darkness, we would do them over and over and over and over. So now we go to the montage in the song, super sad about Nate. The babies with the lady is uh, counting cash. Now we know this is where Abel is, right? It says yeah. baby A and she's counting cash. Um, the phone call. Yeah. Tell me, go. Well, you know, okay, so I don't know exactly what we know at this point about John Teller and Maureen. Uh, back in the day when he left Gemma in California and was going to Ireland to start start the whole SOA thing over in, in, in Belfast. Mm-hmm. But Katie's, you know, Gemma's no dummy. The hearing of that voice uh, makes her, you know, what what's going on and then when she tells her her name all those memories must come back to her a little bit of what she knew happened or didn't know but suspected maybe she but maybe she knew maybe she knew everything we're not really sure at this point but when she talks about abel and remember we haven't really talked about it but it's okay but we've had the scene of Gemma running into the house where, oh yeah, going, going to the club. All the montage. All, 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 the, the, montage. all the montage, right? All the crow eaters. Where, 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 where? Ring, ring, part, ring. Hi, this is Paula Milk. This is Maureen. Maureen Ashby. Maureen Ashby. We, Bubba, we have the baby here. And our... what? What? And then, of course, the perfect timing of all the fucking, you know, one percenters. The lights. We all pull up. And Katie Seagal falls on her fucking ass. Has a heart so, attack. You think so, it's a heart so attack. Beautiful. We think she's gone. I did. I, I mean, yeah. and, they, and again, brilliant how they went right to her chest, right to the scar. Charlie, mom. Gotta so, watch next week. That's what, like, I'm, the first thing you think is, I gotta watch next week. True story. Brandon and I have been filming nights. 
I looked at her at three o'clock this morning. And went, should we watch the next one? <laughs> we 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 didn't. But how do you how do you not watch? I don't know next- what happens. And again, therein lies the brilliance, but also the fact that you're taking this character who the whole show's been about. She's running around. She's on the run. Stuff with Nate. Emotions all over. And boom, six four four. Here we are. And guess what? We're going to do it next week. You and Brent are going to get your wish because we're going to watch episode five, season three. And you know what? I actually, this movie's kind of ending any minute here. I might be back in Agent 644 land. Yeah. I don't know when you leave for your big picture. uh, I'm driving to LA. Are you? You're not going to get in a plane. It's better to drive. I'm going to drive. Car, vehicle. Well, I'm taking my dog. Rocco. Yeah. I'm taking him because he doesn't have a lot of time left. I know. I know. He doesn't have a lot of time left. We found out. Yeah, Taraco. We had a rough night last night. Um, But we're going to take him to see his girlfriend in L.A. That he. uh, Oh, I know about her. Yeah, we're going. I remember when you did the walks. Yeah. They they couldn't wait to see each other. They were neighbors. Six, uh, just like your, just like what your dog did. Uh, just Tara, like what Tara yeah, and just Mona. like what Tara and Mona did. And Mona. So they They're lived together. next to each other for about six years, and they spent every waking hour together for six years. She's a female husky; he's a husky, and uh, they would have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together every day. And then I tore him away, like uh, you know, like he was being kidnapped to go to New York, and he never saw her again. Now that he's at the end of his life, I'm going to take him now. And we started this whole thing by saying kindness, kindness, kindness. And I think that's a beautiful way to talk about Rocco and his girlfriend in LA to see each other one more time before he goes to dog heaven. That's a, that's a beautiful way to end this thing. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. You look very pretty today. I know. Uh, you didn't wear a hat. There's your beautiful no. black hair, the shoe polish. I'm starting to go gray, but well, you will coming up because you're very vain. You will, you will, I will. Get I got to look like Desi Arnaz and Ralph Macchio, <laughs> Ralph Macchio all together. Young Anthony Quinn. It was a good day. It was and, a great uh, day. And kindness and kindness and kindness. I love you. Enjoy love the you, rest buddy. of this movie. I love you. When in doubt, act like I would. Tell Brenda, I can't wait to see what Brenda what does you, on this. What did you say? I, I texted, we'll tell, we'll tell the family out there. I texted Theo. I hadn't been on, you know, since August, doing a picture and I just forgot how to act. And, and you said something <laughs> about um, hit your mark. Don't crinkle your forehead. Don't crinkle your forehead. Hit your uh, mark. Hit your mark. Don't crinkle your forehead. Listen, Listen. And, and respond. Yeah, that's it. something like that. And I thought I'll tell you exactly what I said. It's actually pretty fucking know. good. Yeah. And and that's what I said. And it's it's I said to make it simple. Yeah. I said, uh hold on, Kim. We've been texting a lot lately. It's gonna be buried in this. We have been. And, well, we got um, merch. We got we oh got yeah. The- I said, listen, look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> don't crinkle your forehead and respond. Those no, are my come acting on. tips for you. No, and, and I took them, took them all the way to the bank. I took Ruth Bay, my director. I said, today, this is what I'm going to do. And they went, yeah. Especially the look pretty part. Yeah, yeah do that. Gotta do that. Got to do a lot of makeup. Two and a half hours, special effects. Go do it. Um, I love you. I love Go you buy more. the merch. See you in a week. Have fun. That way. See you in merch. a week. Bye, Bye. baby. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.